This is Just KP. Hey, this is Hams. And we want to thank you for tuning in to Since 03 Podcast. This show has been sponsored by the good folks at Groundhog Radio. Radio. Hey. Opinions expressed on podcast show by Just KP and Hams are opinions only. They're not for the judgmental, the lighthearted, the f- the b- Have a good one. Enjoy. We were going to talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness. We were talking about on the last episode, we were talking about forgiveness. We said we're going to talk about forgiveness. What what about forgiveness? Well, I, I was saying that, you know, I don't think nobody can completely master it. I'm still trying to, like, mm. figure that out. Like, I kind of, you know, I dip my toe in it every now and then when it comes to forgiveness. But then I'm like, mm, Dana, you ain't hard. fully forgave a few people. So we're not even going to say that you've, you've, you know, you know how to forgive people. But it's a process. I feel like it's a process. But have I felt like I've almost mastered self-awareness? Like when we talked about in the last episode, when you do a self-evaluation, mm-hmm. self-awareness of where you where you went wrong or what you did um, in a previous situation or the current situation, and this is the results. Now it's just kind of like, how do you go about forgiving? And I mean, it could be friends, family, um, a ex, a spouse, or anything like that. Like, you how do you go forgive. forward? in forgiving and that's basically not having hatred yeah you know not having that revenge type you know mentality like wholeheartedly forgive where like things don't even affect you anymore when you think about the the maybe the situation that happened at hand between you and the other person mm-hmm. how do you go about doing it like how do you even start with that like People can, you know, they will say counseling and, you know, counseling may help. But honestly, forgiveness goes so much deeper. It goes so much deeper in the body than just what what counseling on the outside can do. Yeah, because counseling helps, but you have to be willing. Yes. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be willing to to forgive. And it almost depends on how hurt you got. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how hurt. How hurt that person or how hurt that situation or um, made you in a way. Um, Forgiveness, you have to look at it at first. First and foremost, you have to look at forgiveness as something for yourself. As opposed to like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't look at it in a way of I'm forgiving what this person did. And giving them a chance to get back into my life. No, you're forgiving that person for your own personal peace. Mm. As opposed to like. Forgiveness equals peace. Yeah. You have to forgive that person for your own personal peace. Because, and I'm going to talk about the only only situation in my, well, not the only situation in my life. But one of the situations in my life is I could talk about. And I'm not even at 100% forgiveness for my, like, my dad. As far as, like, my dad and the shit he did. That's a long story going into. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. the shit he did growing up. But I'm working towards a place Mm -hmm. of forgiveness. And it basically, it it derives from understanding. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It. Me so being, understanding why things happen or why they did what they did. Yeah, because when you when you 12, 15, even 20, 25, like you just know this nigga hurt you. Mm-hmm. Like you're not you're not in the whole mindset of actually breaking down well shit. You know what I'm saying? 
he doing all this shit because someone hurt him. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. damn, man, his dad hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doing this shit because, you know what I'm saying, his dad hurt him. And so he grew up, like, you know what I'm saying, like, not fully aware of these are the things he needs to do because no one ever told him or no one ever showed him. Mm-hmm. And when you start looking at it from that aspect, it's like, well, who really is to blame here? Like, you could you could hold that grudge against him forever or you can simply forgive him for for yourself. And that doesn't mean... And that doesn't mean you have to have, you have to force a relationship with someone. You know what I'm saying? Right, you right. You ain't got to force no relationship with nobody you don't want to force a relationship with. But you just have to mentally forgive that person for what, for what they for they, they did. And the hard part is, the part that no one wants to do, you, you, you have to confront them. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that, like, and yeah, that is the part. That's the part. That's the part no one wants to do. No one wants. To, no one wants the confrontation part. Right. But nah, like you have to have that. You have to. You, you have, have to. to bring it to the surface. You have to let that person know how you felt. You have to let that person know what how how that affected your whole life. You have to listen to their side of the story. Mm-hmm. And you at that point you have to accept it for what it is mm-hmm. and let it go but you do have to have that conversation like a lot of people feel like they can forgive and just not have that like nah bro like you unless unless that person unless the person who did that is dead if that person dead that's a whole different story yeah right? but if that person is still alive and you have access to that person like and if opportunity you truly want to forgive you have to have that 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 tough conversation or that hard conversation yeah because that that has been the downfall of a lot of relationships not relationships and i'm not even talking about relationships i'm talking about like friendships like mom dad dad mom mm-hmm. i said mom dad bad mom you know what i'm talking about i know what you but mean i'm talking about all kinds of relationships it's just avoiding those tough conversations and you never know Crazy thing is, that other person's been wanting to have that conversation too. Right, <laughs> right. They've been they they they've been dying to have that conversation. Probably hard. I'm a hundred percent. Look, if, if you talking about like my my dad has been an adult way longer than I have. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's probably been. There's nothing. Is nothing that he knows that he's done that isn't. He know. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, he right. Know. And so like he's been. He probably been waiting to have that conversation longer than you have. Or that person has, that person has been feeling that type of way longer than you have. That's why they be avoided. Let me tell you something. Like, let me tell you, like, when someone avoids you, like you, 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 like you know when someone has done you wrong, or they, they feel something like they avoid you, Mm -hmm. and they can't make eye contact, or it's just like it's awkward. They make it real awkward. awkward. They make it real as awkward as can be. That's how you know when it's, it's. and that's a red flag right there to to kind of let you know that they ain't forgave themselves. You ever forgive a person? They ain't for, and you can tell they haven't forgave themselves, so it still looks like it's a strain on the relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think you know people realize that sometimes you know it could be the other way around. You have to learn how to forgive yourself in that situation. Fox, <laughs> you gotta forgive yourself, man. right? That's that's step one. Yeah, especially and if you know you had a part in that. 
once you forgive yourself, it's like the gate opens, you know. Yeah. And you're not taught that, though. No, we're not. You always taught to apologize to the other Yes. Person. Yes. But, hey, there but, you go. But in adult situations, like, you got, you got to forgive got yourself to. first for your mistakes. Accountability. That's accountability. Forgive yourself for your mistakes. And, you know what I'm saying, at least try. Yes. You know, the other person may not be receptive of your conversation. And if that's the case. That's okay, though. Because you'll have peace on your end. Mm-hmm. You'll definitely have peace on your end. They'll never probably have peace on their end until they're willing to accept mm-hmm. it or forgive themselves or meet you halfway or actually understand how much of a line that you drew and then crossed it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And I'm going to be vulnerable right now because I'm about tipsy and I done drunk a whole 32 ounce. <laughs> but like, and this is some shit. If, you, if y'all if you really listen to the podcast, you're going to get to. But I feel that type of way in my my situation. Is, I'm talking about my previous relationship and my kid. Mm-hmm. Because like, at least when my kid gets of age to where, you know, he starts understanding the effects of having because it's, there's going to be effects of mm-hmm. it. Like when you, like it don't matter if it's a step parent in the house or if if your mom and your dad are not in the house with your kid, there's going to be effects. Mm-hmm. So when he starts to understand those effects and he starts to question, like why this happened, why that way, I can honestly look at him and say, "Look, I tried everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I I tried as much as I could to make things." what it is mm-hmm. it is what it is it's life sometimes that's how things shake up mm-hmm. we both got love for you but at least like i i did my part to try to make the efforts mm-hmm. and i'm cool with that and that's that's so that's what you gotta look at it sometimes if if the other person is not receptive to communicating with you about what happened or you know what i'm saying or you know what i'm saying you you trying to pull an apology out of someone um you have to you be have to okay. You have to be okay with maybe not getting that. Yeah, not mm-hmm. getting what you wanted out of it, but you made the attempt and you tried. And yeah. I tried. Yeah. At this point, I'm gonna release it, and I'm moving. I'm moving forward. That's all you can do, man. That is That's all you could do. That is all you can do. That's crazy. That's all you can do, man. Forgiveness is a, is like a. It's big and powerful and it's tough. When you look at the word, it seems so peaceful. You ever look at the word forgiveness? Mm-hmm. It just seems so peaceful and it seems easy. Mm. And deep. it seems it seems it, it, it brings of everything of light. But when you really dig into that, that's probably some tough shit. It is. To 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 try to master that. Some tough shit to try to master that. It is, because on the other end of forgiving, like, you can't be over here, and I and it's crazy because I was just talking about karma, but you can't be over here wishing the worst for someone. Mm-mm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's not forgiveness at all. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> wishing the worst for someone, you might as well be wishing the worst on yourself. That's really all you're doing. That's Thanks. really all you're doing when you when you speak like that. Yeah, when we speak of karma, it's not necessarily speaking the worst on it. It's just 
whatever things that you do are you're going to feel those effects at some point mm-hmm. but not necessarily like wish the worst you know what i'm saying like right like you know what i'm saying some people when they when they go through bad breakups oh you ain't gonna never find nobody like me and stuff like that and it's just like you can't you can't you can't have those you can't you can't yeah that you can't. that's coming from a bitter place a hatred place you can't you can't. Now I will. Now I may not say you ain't gonna <laughs> look. Cause no, I'm like, like, look, you might. Cause I'm like, down. shit. I remember my last little argument. Now I didn't say you ain't go. You ain't gonna find nobody no, you better than find me. find nobody like me. But say. I did say you ain't gonna find no one like me. Yeah. And you ain't gonna find nobody that's gonna that loved you as much as I did. Okay. Cause you'll date motherfuckers out here, especially now you know, at this new age women, they just ready to get married and have kids. They don't even love your ass. Look, bro. <laughs> they just be Look, with bro. you to be with you. Fellas, you need somebody that's going to like. You better be careful. You that, better that marry is, somebody that's really going to like literally lay down their life for is, you. That is something new that, that's that a, we are we haven't dealt with before walking into our 30s. I know. These women that, you know what I'm saying, that. <laughs> Them new age because it's women. Because not, it's, not, it's not like nobody, ain't nobody want kids and get married at 20. Yeah. You know, nobody. You know, it was, you know, that's those white people shit. Right. But I'm now, be real with y'all. Only white people got married when they were 20 and 21. And that's a fact. And it was crazy because I was like, damn, 2021, y'all getting married. And that I don't I don't know. But anyways, I don't know why niggas ain't getting married. Niggas won't get married at 2020. It, it might have been a couple of here and there. One and two shit. The majority, it won't know niggas getting married at 20, 21, 22 years old. But nowadays, like we 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 seeing we reaping the benefits, not reaping the benefits, but we seeing like like it's them 30s and up. 30s and up, look. They don't. <laughs> them girls out they there. They will already, use you for some kids. They will use you for some kids or just. They will play along with this facade of having a happy life with you. And they don't even for love your ass. For the sake of ass. having a happy life. Right. And look. They don't even they don't love, love your you ass. Like they just love what you could provide. Or they love the type of. the. They love it, but not the potential who you are, but. The image of you, yeah. The, they love the image of you. Oh, this is a great man. Or how other people view it, or, like uh, how other people view yes, you. Yes, the outsiders, the oh, Instagram friends. You know, saying he a great man, got a great job, take care of his kids, da da da. Do all this, he look good. You know, what I'm saying you know I'm a study study. Look better than my last, but you really don't really fuck with that. Person. You don't really fuck with that nigga like you that. Just, you just, yeah. And see, and that's a hell no for me. Right. <laughs> Like that's the shit that's, I gotta like when I think a partner, like I think a partner. You hear me? Like, mm-hmm. nah, we gotta laugh, joke. I got to fuck with you, like together. It's it's the. Whole I mean, it's nine. really it's really gotta be the yoke, yeah. In it, and a lot of a lot of, and I I hate to say like you know women because I haven't. Uh, it might be a few men out there, but I ain't have an experience. Y'all may have, so I might talk to some of y'all and maybe tell y'all story on here. But as far as I know, it's women and from the the stories that my homeboys have told me out here in this dating dating scene, mm-hmm. child, them women be ready to marry you in thirty days. They do, and it's it's ha ha ha. It's crazy because me and my friend were talking about this. We said I said we were gonna talk about it, but it's it's the um, social media has a lot to do with it um, because social media it allows everyone to see everyone else's story. 
Mm-hmm. But people don't understand that that doesn't it, that, that doesn't apply for you. And there's on a, on a base level, everyone's story can look good. On you can make anyone's story look good, mm-hmm. but they don't see the contents of that story. And so I, I'm I'm talking about how people people always people see and they share these stories how you know someone met someone they're like oh i knew she was the one at three months <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i dated yeah. her as soon as i knew her you know what i'm saying i knew that was gonna be the one i married and those kind of stories sound nice but i guarantee that person probably said that shit about two three other people talk man talk <laughs> about I it i guarantee that talk i guarantee it. they don't probably said that exact same thing about two more probably more than that them probably been in a relationship before prior and said the exact same thing talk and, about and it. those are the kind of things you don't see on the surface level you just see oh they met each other and got married in three months he you know niggas know they know they know what they want when they see him they gonna you know what i'm saying if he don't if he not ready to marry you after two three months and six months then he not the one you know it's just like hey if you live by that like that's cool mm-hmm. maybe you'll like hopefully you'll find someone who agrees with that but at the end of the day like niggas is niggas is understanding like we have standards as well <laughs> Nig- you know what i'm saying like my niggas is like Boy. my niggas is like yo we have standards as well we have not even standards but we have not demands but what how how do you say it you're um, not nobody's fool. You're not finna not let no, no not woman bidding. trick you into thinking that you need to be. I need to be with you. In two to three months, I need to make a, a set, you know, mm-hmm. commitment of, for a lifetime. For a lifetime with you. Like, you're the one I'm gonna marry. I can see you as my wife. I can do that. And because a lot of times men don't, some men don't see that in two, three months. You have some men that see it when they first meet you, you got some that see it within a week. You got some that see it in two, three months. And then you got some that don't. They mm-hmm. they they actually want to actually take their time to know, you know, that once they do this lifetime commitment, it's a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. No, nah, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it is nothing wrong like with that. Shit. Y'all ain't gonna like this shit I'm about to say, boy. But <laughs> me and his friend was talking. And, you know, he was he was saying, like, we live in a narcissist world. Where, you know, I'm focused on my purpose, you know, the other person's focused on their person, their purpose. But he was saying, like, the women he, and I'm going to speak about the women he's encountered. Mm-hmm. Just so y'all know, I'm not speaking above all women. Mm-hmm. The women he's encountered don't know how to respect and allow time to flow, ultimately just be themselves and reflect their true interests. And I was saying, I agree, because it's a society of thinking, like, of... It's a society where everyone feels they are deserving. They're instantly catered or they instantly deserve to be catered, taken care of because they know themselves or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you know what you bring to the table. I'm not even trying to use the whole bring to the table thing, but you know who you are. You know what you deserve. Yeah. And you know, X, Y, Z, all this because you live with yourself your whole life. Yeah. But people aren't, take into consideration of that other person is still a stranger yeah. and that person needs to get to know you yeah and just because you feel that way because you you have every right to feel that way about yourself but i'm also a person who may also feel that way as well and so 
it's in my best interest if I see pleasing so to take things slow. Yeah. Because I need to get to know you. You need to get to know me. And that's just, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. I don't see that doesn't that doesn't make me feel any less interested in you in the long term. But this whole notion of a man knows where he wants six months that he's gonna be with you for the rest of your life. Like, like, bro, like that you people be like Six months is a very micro. <laughs> okay. You talking about a lifetime? You say, you say the average lifespan. I don't lifespan. even know dating let's, niggas. And I don't even know. Let's say, 80, let's say we live at be 82. How much is six How much is six months compared to 82 years? Like, <laughs> how much is six months compared to 50 years? That's true. You, I can't tell you off the head. Right. Yeah, damn, that's a very, very small amount of time. Right. But. Because you really don't know a person all the way. Oh, man. Like I need to know what makes you tick. I need to see when you know how you how you handle pressure. I want to see when you get angry. Right. Like, cause there might be some six shit months, that nigga, I, I can't deal. Six months, my nigga. You be someone in January. Six months. That's only July. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm maybe I want to meet your family. Y'all ain't y'all ain't, ain't even got to the Christmas time yet. Okay. So now you know what I'm saying. Now six months. I done I done committed to you. I meet now your family. Everybody jolly around Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I meet your family and now, you know what I'm saying, your family is not what I envisioned to be. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or, okay, because family will fuck it up for cause, you. Look, because family Trust matters. Trust me. Because look, I know whoever I want to be with, I and, it, and I'm not going to say I'm going to pick based off this because, you know what I'm saying, the person I pick with, I'm with them, not their family. But I would want one of those situations where, you know what I'm saying, like oh me and her pops cool like we going we gonna watch the football game or some right. shit like we cool right. we kick it like you know y'all come over and we grill like we laughing and joking like it's not no dysfunctional shit right I would I want to like have I'm that relationship my with my spouse's mother you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. because family is important to certain people exactly exactly mm-hmm. and damn it like who wants to go through. Who wants to go through life not liking like your spouse's parents and some shit like that? It's like mm-hmm. that's just unnecessary stress, child. Okay. I just feel like six months, bro. Like six months is just y'all ain't even got to. You start dating someone in January, y'all ain't even got the summer yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we ain't went on no vacations together because you gotta you gotta go on a vacation with your spouse because that shows you a lot too when you um travel. With your spouse, yeah. that could tell a lot about. Y'all gonna get into an argument, man. Talk look, about it. <laughs> look, you don't go on no vacation. You don't get into one argument, my nigga. Right. And how you bounce back from that argument is goddamn determines look, it. It determines a lot. Look, you gonna get into an argument. Like I feel like six months, like that's not even enough time to even get into a real argument. In a way, you want to experience all four seasons with that person. Oh, woo. you want to experience. There we go. <laughs> You want to experience all, all four, four seasons. seasons. And people, you know what I'm saying? Like, people start, people look at it like a year. Uh, what if I, what if I date someone a year and it don't work out? I don't waste it a year. Eh. You gotta, stop, you gotta stop looking at it as a waste. Well, as a waste. You know what I'm saying? That's, see, you already, you already, you already, you already envisioning your, you already put, set a precedent in your mind that this person was a waste because it didn't work out. Right. And so they, they taught you, you everything that, that you liked and didn't like. Right. So what they tell you about that person? If it if I don't know. That that's how I feel. I feel like if someone was to say to me, I was a waste if we didn't work out, 
then shit. <laughs> I feel like I was a waste even if we did if work we out. If we did work out, right. It's like, damn, shit. So we ain't had no good time. Right? Like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't look at anyone I talk to as a waste, bro. As a waste. I feel like it's it a learning a moment, thing. It was a moment in time. And it, it, for that moment, it worked. Yeah. Everything is not supposed to work. You got to look like friendships. You got friends who you probably got best friends who was only friends. Y'all was friends for a semester. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a semester in school. Oh, y'all was roommates and y'all was friends until y'all won't roommates no more. And right. Then, like, or work work friends. And y'all was y'all was friends while y'all was at work. Now yeah. I don't work with you no more. Yeah. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. That's true. That's true. That's crazy. Yeah, but you know, people out here got their own agenda. Everybody's it's just you know they're racing against time. And even though Tom waits for no man, you know, sometimes you just have to trust, trust the fate of it and how things naturally happen. You know what I'm saying? You do got to trust the faith and let things naturally happen. Cause I can't, I just, I can't rush into no shit. Me neither, man. I can't rush into nothing, bro. And that's my problem. Like I could just, and it, and it, it is it is so much true. That's become my problem. I'm like, I can't rush into shit. No, I can't do it. And as soon as I feel like I'm being rushed, I'm like, yeah, you you start doing self sabotage. <laughs> yeah. You start doing like shit. Like, all right, if I'm being rushed, and if you like me the way you think you do, I'm about to start doing all types of shit to see if you either gonna stay or leave. <laughs> right. So, it, yeah, you just have to you have to trust the process. And I know, and I'm just like every other woman. I want to have the wedding and the, I want to have the magical man and the beautiful kids and the nice house and the picket fence. I want all of that too. But I also know that when some shit ain't right, some shit ain't right. Okay. Like, well, all the good sometimes comes along the bad. Mm-hmm. And even though I'll take the, the bad that comes with the good, it just depends on how bad it is, cause, yeah, you ain't finna be beating my ass and think I'm staying. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Nah, nah, that's a hundred. Like, and I hate that I, you know, but I gotta be blunt with it. Like, and that's just an example. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're not finna be beating my ass and, and think I'ma stay, or you're not finna be have like poor money management. Like, I look up and you don't bought some shit and our bills are not paid which is our livelihood for mm-hmm. us and our kids like some things are just like are a yeah a, a deal breaker for me okay some things are a deal breaker for me and some things are not mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying some things are not you know like if you're like if you're a smoker or something mm-hmm that's not necessarily a deal breaker. I might have a few like, hey. You mean like weed or cigarettes? <sighs> Both? I, I, I it, it depends. I have to draw a line somewhere, but it depends. I would prefer they, I would prefer they smoke a black and mild over cigarettes because <laughs> I actually like the smell of black and milds. But okay. I would like, you know, can we not smoke in the house? Can you, can you do that outside? Or is there a designated room you can find that in? Yeah, I don't, I don't smoking right like, oh, I ain't gonna... or like a chimney smoker we... like if that feel like they smoke a lot like they have to have it 
three or four or five times a day, then I'm like, all right, you know, that's a yeah, like weed is cool for me, but yeah, weed like, is okay, but like, don't be a but like not like a weed head. Don't be that. Yeah, don't be that. Cigarettes on the girl for me. <laughs> nah, it ain't gonna work. I've dated a guy that smoked cigarettes, but it wasn't like a a lot. If that made sense. Yeah. Like I could tell if something was wrong with them. Like yeah. they was in deep thought. They had to go outside and Some hit the cigarette. cigarette. Was, I'm know, like, well, that was gonna calm your miles. ass down. Fine. <laughs> I done been on them black miles, but I had my time on blacks. Look. Right, and blacks black. ain't no better. Hell, them shits is worse. They worse. Got them depending on how much <laughs> you smoke. And my ass over talking about you can smoke a black over a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> them shits is worse, my nigga. They are. But yeah, not like a, a heavy chain. Like it's just like and and you don't do it in the house all the time like that like yeah some shit i could deal with and so, and like for you some shit is like a deal breaker like that smoking shit just ain't ain't what you with mm-hmm. I ain't with it it's homecoming homecoming this has been the least homecoming feeling that i've ever felt ever does that mean we're getting old and and it's compared to last year last year don't count because it was completely canceled yeah. And so like the first time, nah, because um there's been homecomings where I, I didn't do homecoming. I went home. Really? Um, yeah, oh, let me catch everybody up. Everybody that don't know that's not like a Aggie. Uh, me and KP graduated from the illustrious North Carolina AT State University. And we have the greatest homecoming on earth, literally. We are the number one HBCU and the number one homecoming ever. Literally, it's called literally. G-Ho. <laughs> like, that's actual facts that I'm spitting to you right now. You could Google G-Ho. You could type in G-H, and Google's going to type in O-E for you. Really? And we're going to we're gonna pop up up there. We're the greatest homecoming no on earth. So, now that I've caught you guys up on that, KP, go ahead and finish what you were saying as far as this being the least G-Ho for nah, you. Nah, this has been the least G-Ho, and it's not even because... Nigga, ghosts come up. But it's been... Well, the, that's because it's Halloween, yeah, but any other right. time... <laughs> but no, nah, it's, it's been the least G-Ho just because, um, you know, with everything going on with the, with the, the COVID and stuff like that, I still don't feel comfortable just being... I still don't feel comfortable out. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like I haven't been out in big crowd. I know I haven't been in a big crowd like I know Jiho gonna be. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying I just don't feel. I don't feel that. I don't feel that comfortable yet. Maybe next year. I know I don't feel that comfortable, especially with nah. with my little diagnosis and shit. <laughs> Boy, I catch any fucking thing at this point. Going out on my porch because I'm living in Greensboro. Damn. Yeah. I catch it like <laughs> so. I knew Jiho was out the question for me but this is my first time like actually not celebrating jiho and it, it feels kind of weird i mean really first it, time like first time ever oh wow it is definitely weird for wow. me wow i can because i usually always celebrate jiho but this time it was just different and honestly i i'm okay with that like i'm not even mad at it i'm content with not celebrating this year yeah especially yeah. since they took it away last year because you know covid, COVID. yeah now next year that thing gonna be on something goddamn now different. that g-ho gonna that be, G-ho on, be on something different. that thing gonna run it back you hear me i mean <laughs> yeah that g-ho gonna be on something different but yeah. now i can remember 
maybe one or maybe two G holes. At least one. I can remember it was just like I I don't even feel like dealing with all the shit that come around G Ho. <sighs> everybody hitting you up. Man. Everybody coming to your house. Like Stress. everybody stressing you out. Like what we doing? What we doing? What we doing? Nobody ever I'm talks like, about the stress. No of one sh- ever talks about the stress. <laughs> they of G-Ho. always talk about when the you good. Are, when you are the what we are sort of kind of um the, the life of the party. Yeah. So when you're sort of kind of the life of the party, or you're sort of kind of like the go-to for you the got plans. the stab, you got the like the the home base. When you have the home base and you the, the head for the home base, right? And everybody when that Gio, everybody hitting you up like, yo, what's good? What's the move? What's, what's good? The move? What's the move? And you, and you feel and and then you know what I'm saying you feel responsible for everybody's fun. That's a, that's a, yeah. <laughs> when I, <laughs> when I started do. feeling responsible for everybody's fun, it was like it was one year I was just like, bro, I don't feel like doing this shit. <laughs> They were like hit me up like, well, what you? Like? I'm at home, bro. <laughs> like what? And like yeah, bro. I'm yeah, sick. I ain't doing this like, shit. Like it's because I just didn't feel like being responsible for everything going on with Gio. I just wanted. I I didn't feel like it at, at that year, but yeah, don't nobody talk about that. Like they never the talk about that shit. Is stressful. The stress. You gotta get outfits. You gotta. You gotta make find. Sure, make sure you get the tickets. You gotta get the tickets. You gotta find some liquor beforehand because you try the day of. You gonna, you gonna get shit. You right. Gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta find. Like you gotta. You gotta eat. find out who gonna be the DD for the day because you gotta have like set up DDs like DDs, for the day or half what? the day because you want to make sure everybody gets a turn of being drunk and being passed out in the back seat. Everybody got to get a turn. So, like, it's just, it's a lot that goes along with you gotta that. You got to deal with the traffic, my nigga. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's a Greensboro whole other. turn into fucking Los Angeles, I tell Yo! you. And the goddamn, you like, what the fuck? It takes two hours to get 15 minutes down the street. <laughs> and that's just is what it Facts. is, bro. You and have don't, to and dare, don't even try to go to anywhere out to eat. And I mean, anywhere. It could be Waffle it matter, House, bro. Cookout. It could be Carabas. You could go to a, a five-star damn near to a fast food. It's going to be crowded. It don't matter, bro. It does not matter it's gonna be and a it's line like, and it's like you might as like find and park give it up like give i don't know up. like i don't know how you gonna find park unless you unless you two hours early for your event like you might as well whoever your dd might as well drop you off drop you home, off you know? or something like or some kind Uber, of Uber. even over is expensive as hell they hijack the prices it's just like it's a whole thing where it's like everyone is trying to make their extra money because mm-hmm. they know it's G-Ho season. They like, oh, we going to make our extra money. Right. And everybody up in the prices. You know what I'm right. saying? Clubs that ain't even bars and shit that ain't even popping going to charge you $50. Right. You know what I'm saying? You it's walk just in, like, ain't nobody in that mug. Ain't nobody in that motherfucker. <laughs> but they going to charge you $50, $60 anyway to because it's in. G-Ho season, bro. Yo. And then you always got like your group of friends that don't know when to go to sleep. They don't know when to draw the line and say this is Look, it. Niggas will try to stay up till six, six seven in, in the, the morning. morning. I'm like, bro. <laughs> Nigga, everything is closed. Six, seven in the morning. I'm one. Closed. My cutoff time always been one o'clock. I don't know Bruh. what it is, bro. One o'clock, like I'm the most hype person ever. But as soon as like one o'clock hit, I started getting tired. <laughs> and it's just like winding down. I don't want to do this no more, man. That's it. Like, yeah. Certain niggas, though, bro. Look. They really. Oh, you trying to go to the strip club? I know the strip club open. What? Y'all ain't ready to sleep. Like, we got a whole nother day. (laughs) Like, we got a whole nother Saturday. You know what I'm saying? It could be Saturday. I'm like, what? (laughs) 
but it's y'all Saturday. To go to we be like, bro, club. we got brunch on Sunday. Y'all know it's a day party on Sunday for br- <laughs> like what? Look, niggas be, be pressed for them goddamn girls, and let me tell you, I ain't never been pressed like that, bro. I, <laughs> I will, I will prioritize sleep over goddamn like nah, bro. No, bro, got there. We gotta go with the girls. Said, but goddamn, we gotta go with the old. Like, and bro. that come with age too. Ooh. That just means we getting older. Cause back then Ooh. we could do it, but now, nah. Like, and I just started setting expectations for my friends. Like my close, close friends, they already know me too well. I'd be like, nah, I'm ready to go. That's it for me. Or nah, I think I'm gonna drive. Cause when I'm ready to go home, I don't care who rode with me or not. You either mm-hmm. hopping back on this bus. Or you staying in here because I'm leaving. We out. We out. But I just feel like, okay, so I can see us in the next few years. We're going to probably do nah. something different. We could probably. Yeah, we're we going to be the ones at the goddamn parade. Parade? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the parade, nigga. You know we're drunk at the parade. We're going to be at the parade, the parade We're going to have one game. of the plots. You know we're going to rent out one of the spaces to have our fish fries. We'll have our fish fry. We're going to go to the game. Because it's easier. It's easier to do that. We might go to the party at like 5, five. 6 o'clock. We might do a but day party, but we ain't doing a night. Like, we got to pick one. We're going to do a night party or a day party party let me tell you because look don't nobody got time to be spending all that damn money and looking for parking and being in traffic look. when you got a designated you know home base mm-hmm. where it's like you know what i i know it's a guarantee it's gonna be liquor and food here right and niggas get shot out here remember that time you almost got shot dog <laughs> Y'all, y'all, Ooh, y'all. That shit ain't funny. I mean, it ain't funny. We can laugh literally, now. We was right there. Like nigga was that nigga hair pop, reach. pop. Hair reach. That nigga shot right in front of Tony. Tony was like, "Oh, you got it, bro." And my ass jumped in the bushes like he shot me for real. I went like a like a dead man. Imagine somebody just paused. Ah, your ass hopped in them bushes, bro. Y'all, your ass hopped in them fucking y'all. bushes. Imagine, like, I just want y'all to imagine somebody, like, being either, like, paralyzed or getting shocked by, like, a, what's some little shocker things? Tasers. Tasers. And you know how you just stiff up and then you just fall flat? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was me in the bushes. By the time in I got ass. up, it was leaves all in my weave, leaves all in my bosoms. <laughs> my homegirl, Kendra, trying to take the damn, <laughs> the damn leaves out because it's fall time, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she laughing like, bitch, what was you thinking? I said, playing dead is what I was thinking. Right. <laughs> Trying not to get killed out this motherfucker, nigga. Look. That shit funny that as nigga, hell. That nigga shot literally right within. The, like, bro, what the fuck? Like, goddamn nigga. Like. He was on some drunk shit and I won't hear for it. Shooting up in there. I don't know if he shot up in the air at the, towards the party. All I know is he shot. I don't know. And I, I needed to get low. I don't think nobody died that night, so. Right. I know I need to get but low. I won't play in that. People do die at G Ho. Yeah. You that's gotta the, be that's careful. The, that's the scary part. You people gotta do be die. careful. Cause you got Cause people from people. all over the United States coming, like y'all. And it's, that, those are not even the ones that that it be it be, it be local. It be, it be, it be local. Man. It be the locals when they start mingling with the people from, from all over. <laughs> from all over. And then you know what I'm saying. Aggie Pride is nationwide, okay? Worldwide, to be honest, but... Look, it be niggas that ain't never even stepped foot on campus. They be on that Aggie Pride that night, though. Yeah, they be on that Aggie you Pride. you gotta be careful, because... That irk and jerk. Look, they be on that, that cheap liquor. Look, ready you to, get shot. Ready to rob. And that's why I don't really I don't really be doing them young people parties. 
Oh no, nah. miss nah, me. You miss me, boy. miss me. I need. Yeah. I go to the like the day parties and night parties where they have our age limit. Yeah. When they because they and I I like that they do the separation like that because mm-hmm. that's kind of like a little reunion for you as well. Yep. But sometimes you get separated from your other friends that might be a year or two younger than you. You like damn, shout out. Let me try to sneak you up in here. That's all right. <laughs> You'll be but yeah, that but nah. or them kickbacks with that person you know throwing a little something at their house. Yeah. Other than that, it's dangerous. Yeah. That I think that was the last time we ever went walking on the street. Yeah, we we ain't do no house parties. Yeah, on we um, yeah we didn't. Um, that was a good. That was a lesson learned. That is a good lesson learned. Yeah, you not need to be. Let me tell you, bro. I will never do a house party again in my life. Yeah, I'm not going not to not as not, not as like, packed as not it. house party. Not like how we used to have house parties. The house parties look like whole ass gym jams. Yeah, the house parties room. we used to have like shits like that. I will never. I would right. Nah, like COVID should have came many years ago if that was nah, the case. I ain't gonna never do no shit like that again. Like my friends and shit. If we chilling, having a kickback, drinking, and the shit get live. That's different. That's but different. The intention. Oh, we having a party at the crib. Goddamn, everybody come Friday night. Like nah, I nah. experienced too much shit. No, that shit, yeah. Could have lost our life a few times. Ready a to risk few. it all for some damn G ho. A few times <laughs> having them goddamn G hoes in them house parties, boy. Man, golly! And if our kids go to A and T, those are the, those are the conversations we gonna have to have. Yeah, because you never want to be that parent that gets that call after the weekend of homecoming. No, nah, you don't. So you gotta be safe, but. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm I'm happy uh G Ho was chill this year. Okay. Yeah. Super chill. Neither to chill. For sure. For sure. But next year, hopefully everybody be vaccinated next year and hopefully COVID none kinda went away, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be on the yard. COVID. Yeah, COVID COVID is starting to um it is starting to phase you st- a little bit. A little know. bit, like it's know. it's because you like, hear it's, different it's, stories and facts about things, um, right? And we still wear masks. You just have to be careful. You just gotta be careful. I'm wearing because I mask. probably will be wearing a mask next year. I probably I probably do homecoming next year, but I probably definitely wear a mask, especially you know with my immune system can't be in everybody's face. I'm gonna be wearing a mask for a long time, my nigga. I don't think I made. Look, I like my mask. Nah, for real though, because you can actually see the germs now. <laughs> Get out, bro. Nah, seriously, yeah. think about it. The type of shit, the type of shit we was doing, when we was in everybody's face. And when I think about it now, yeah, you can you can feel it. Like, you, you can be all like, up in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. literally see like, the I virus see you fucking, surfing. I can see you just. Pre- like right. Like, when I think about us doing damn pep rallies and we swag surfing and everybody singing everybody the lyrics, hands. everybody hands on your hey! shoulders. Niggas is just screaming, <laughs> goddamn. Niggas, niggas is just, screaming. Niggas just putting all kinds of germs in the air. In the like, air. And we ah! sniffing that shit. Screaming germs, nigga. And everybody is just like, goddamn, we don't give a fuck. Everybody. And then bro. wonder why the hell we were sick next week. But like, I don't know why the fuck I was sick. You like about yeah. with a thousand people. Yeah, when I think about that, somebody shit, sick. <laughs> when I think about that, I'd be like, yeah, I can see the germs now. I can see it. I can see it. 
it's crazy. It's crazy. But that's all right. Yeah. Next year going it's it's gonna be up. It's gonna I be up so. next year. I hope so. So what's what's new with you? Me? Yeah. What's something you know what I'm saying? I got a couple of new things that's been going on. I ain't really got nothing new. I just been, you know, calculating and thinking, you know, how can I make money? What kind of business will I wanna start? You know, I think about our podcast, how we can market more or how we can like start getting on YouTube. Like I really want <clears throat> I really want us to do YouTube. like a visual so people can actually see us. Yeah. I'm yeah. just not I'm not confident in in my face just yet, especially since I've been on steroids. So and then if any of y'all know when you're on steroids, sometimes you could just blow the fuck up. You just look swollen at times. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to like work on like my self confidence in that part, okay. you know, um, when doing that. But I really feel like it it needs to happen because everybody always asks, when are y'all gonna have like a visual? Because they want to see people want to they want to see more see than listen. Mm-hmm. So definitely that um, working on a new like introduction video or song that we could do on the podcast. So just little stuff, little stuff to tap into my artistry side things that I, that I like enjoy doing because I haven't I never had a time to do that for years mm-hmm. so just stuff like that cool cool and just you know <clears throat> just going from there hopefully hopefully I pray that it, it'll lead me into like God showing me like my purpose because mm-hmm. I really don't. You feel like you haven't figured out your purpose I yet? I really do not know my purpose yet. And some people know their purpose. And I get so, like, excited to see, like, dang, you really know your purpose in life. And when somebody asks me what's my purpose, I wouldn't know what to tell you. So I'm hoping to kind of, like, be in search for that and kind of know, you know, what basically you know what What is what am i here to do what am i here yeah yeah so yeah that's the main thing so i wouldn't say like nothing news with me but hopefully soon i can like report like okay you know Mm -hmm. this is this is what what we got going on but like you know i haven't thought about the kinks and stuff for the manifestation party but i'm very excited about that because mm-hmm. I think that'll be like a great thing for a lot of people. Because mm-hmm. um, I want it to be more than just what people think it is, like a vision board, but more of a movement and a mindset change. Right. Like I want people to actually leave there feeling like, you Motivated know what? Or they feel better about this. Right. This what, shit right here it. is what I is. is a great reset for me that I would want to come back and do it again next year type. Mm hmm. Hundred percent. So, so you get into events. I love doing events. I love hosting. I love. I love doing that. You gotta do events with me then. I'm planning some events. Yeah, the friendsgiving. Friendsgiving is a start. Okay. It's it's a it's a it's a way to get comfortable back with having events, and I can already sense this shit is stressful already. I know it. It can be. I ain't even did shit. Yet. It can be <laughs> stressful. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just sending Texas messages out. It's like, nigga, bring your ass or don't. 
<laughs> yes or no? Goddamn, they yes got all these no, goddamn nigga, questions, what? bro. Like, goddamn, look. Yes or no? <laughs> you ain't gotta ask all the thousand questions, right? Bring just, food, just or come. No. Goddamn, goddamn. Just come, right? But no, experience it. It. It, 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 it. it's wild. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is interesting. Life is interesting, right? Right. Because uh, look. You never know. There's new shit. Your shit go left. Your life go this way. Then you find this, and then you're like, "Hmm, this is interesting. I like doing this." Right. And now you're doing something you never knew you'd be doing a year from now, or right. a year ago. And I started running. Yeah, I have yeah, been um seeing you've been running like a lot of miles, nigga. What? Well, I be out there out here running like goddamn like like somebody chasing your ass. I done ran two hundred and twenty. And so the last podcast we did was in October, was um August. August, yeah. And I think I start, so I started running in September, like September twentieth, something, something like that. Mm-hmm. But since then, I've ran two hundred and twenty kilometers. Now, where do you run at? You run in your neighborhood, or is there a certain place you go to? I got a couple of places. Mostly the Arboretum is my favorite. Where is that at? The Greensboro Arboretum. Yeah, what is what is that? The Arboretum is like a um a big garden. But it's trails really? and do, yeah. Um, there's there's that that's my favorite. Is there's the old battleground trails. Yeah. I go over there if it's real over hot. Over there by the museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no, a good but one. But that's the that's country park. So it's country park by the museum. Mm-hmm. That's right next. But then if you go a little bit down the street, you got the battleground trail as well. Really. Yeah. The battleground trail is nice because it's nice. It's it's lots of trees. Um, so it's not good right now because it's cold. Yeah. So, but before when it was like hot, like that was a good place. But yeah, running, running has, running is interesting. Goddamn, six months ago, I hated running. I ain't, I ain't like none of that shit. But running has, um, when the first couple of times when you run, it's like, why the fuck am I running? It's like, it's like I'm just out here running. But once you get into like the mode of running and you, you it starts being almost meditative. Mm-hmm. To where you're not even thinking about you running, and at that point, it's like it's like this time where I can plan everything. Mm-hmm. Like I be I be running, and that's when I'm thinking about oh, let me, I'm like I'm either like I'm working on my next project while I'm running, like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like I'm working on that, or I'm coming up with ideas while I'm running, and so it's almost like next thing you know, thirty minutes into a run, you know what I'm saying, thirty minutes go by like that, and you just like oh shit. You know what wow. I'm saying, but running, running has definitely been good for my mental. I bet. I feel like it probably helps you sleep better at night. You probably mm-hmm. let go of a lot of the stress off your back when you're like. It, it gives you that accomplished feeling in a, in a way where if you if you if you, it, when I when I start feeling feeling doubt doubtful of myself or. When outside shit starts making me feel doubtful, if I can go for a run, say for you go for a run and you you get your best time or you you do something, you you run a distance you haven't ran before, it start it running has broke down to me that everything is mental. Mm. Running because running is not running <clears throat> is not a physical thing. Like you when when you start running when you run after the third fourth time like after a while you start realizing like. The pain and everything it, it really is mental. Like you can keep going if you if you it, it'll hurt, of course, but majority of it is mental. 
and I started applying that to a lot of other places in life. Like as far as like all this hurt and shit, like all this hurt, all this like things I need to things I want to do. Like if I could push myself to run, like I, the furthest I ran, I did a half marathon, which is twenty one k, thirteen miles. That's the furthest I've run. Nope, like I like that's some shit. Like niggas. Niggas run half marathons who've been running for a month. For, for, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they've trained for half marathons. And it's just like and it's not even that I'm in I'm in shape like that. Like I'm I'm in good shape, but I'm not like not like that. Mm-hmm. I just understand like it's like it's mental. I'm in good enough shape where I, I like you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's all in the head. If you know you can if you can push yourself like you can mind over matter mind over matter and you can apply that to anything in life like you just got you just got to push yourself or you just got to have that mentality that i can you know what i'm saying like there's no there's no real difference between myself and anyone else in this world you know what i'm saying yeah it's really just the mentality of making it happen yeah yeah that, that and that's the that's the mindset that running has put or running has gave me. That's a good way. I never thought of it like that. I've always wondered how people could run for so long and so far and not get tired or not feel like they're hurting and just anything. And it really is a mental. It you really have to like transform mm-hmm. your mind. Like you really, yeah, you just do. Mm-hmm. You just do. Mm-hmm. Now, believe it or not, I like running. Do I run? No. Can I run for long? Hell no. But when I do, it feels good. Mm-hmm. It just feels good. Everything in me is racing. I feel like I'm, I'm letting things go. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I'm breaking the chains off my feet and hands from whatever that was holding on to me that was bringing me stress. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. But when I think about you, you know, doing you, you doing miles and long period of time, that's definitely a mental thing. Because for me, I'm like, shit, bitch, I'm tired. <laughs> nah, you can do it too. Like, it, and it's, it's not even about... It, <clears throat> It's not about doing for say like half marathons and shit. Like it ain't about running half marathons. It's about what works for you. Or what it's about pushing your your personal like you know what I'm saying, your personal limits. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's everyone everyone's limits is not my limits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so it's about it's about bettering yourself. You gotta look at it. Not as in what oh this person can run thirteen miles or what, but what what you can do and doing what little bit every single day to make yourself better, and eventually you'll get to a certain point where you can do that. But it, it's just about pushing. It's like it's about for me. It's about every time you go out there pushing, making, seeing yourself be better than before. And when okay. you start when you start seeing yourself being better than before. Like you start, you know what I'm saying? It feels good, but not necessarily. Like I'm not, when running, it's not like about what anybody else is running or, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, you running this time? Like I really don't care, but it's about myself and what 
I like what I'm accomplishing. And that's the first time like I felt that because like it's been the opposite for music. It's been the opposite. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Running has put the perspective of running into my music career. But before you did, you always you always looking at what someone else is doing or how someone else music is is playing out or how successful someone else is. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, of course. Of course. People do it even in the business world. You know what I'm saying? People get jealous cuz someone else got promotions or you know what I'm saying, you know it's a, it's envy, not envy, but it's a little bit of envy. Not envy, but Mm. we see other people's success and we want that too yeah yeah as opposed to just that is true working little bit by little bit on yourself that is true because your your success is not gonna look like someone else's it never will look and like we, forget, we tend success. to forget that that our success mm-hmm. won't look like everybody else's yeah. Success. Like my nigga, you not gonna be Jay Z. You not gonna be J. Cole. You not gonna be Lil Wayne. Shit, you not gonna be Silk the Shocker. You know, Silk the Shocker. <laughs> yeah, I remember Silk the Shocker, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you may yeah. even be better than you may be J. Cole, but J. Cole, even in J. Cole, he's still not Silk the Shocker. Yeah. You're not gonna be mystical. Like you you know what I'm saying? Like you like you there's everybody has the their day, own lane. You you can only be yourself. Yeah. Everyone has their own lane. Everybody has their own lane. And when you start understanding that, like you start understanding the power in being yourself. And and even you start seeing yourself different. Like even even though I'm not J. Cole, like I like I can impact things in ways that J. Cole can't. I don't know what they are, but you can. Right. Because you are unique to this world. No one is built like you. Right. Everyone needs to have that mentality. Everyone needs to look at themselves like that. Like you are unique to this. No one is built like you. No one. Do you think that goes along with like people that can look at themselves like that and realize that they are unique and they can bring something different to the world and they will never be like anyone else but themselves will actually know that know their purpose? It's hard for people to do that because, and I'm not even going to say like it's this generation because, but even before social media, I feel like people still found ways, even like watching TV, like, you know what I'm saying? Like when when you see certain, certain images, um, and that's, that's marketing, like it's, Images and stuff make you make you feel not feel comfortable in your individuality. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's always you know what I'm saying. I don't even know the question, but <laughs> it's always it's always gonna be there. Um, yeah. Basically, the question was: Do you think individuality aligns with knowing your purpose? Like once you start realizing how oh, yes. you are an individual in this world and how your individuality plays differently from anybody else, yep. Does that does that mean you've probably found your purpose? Yeah, I mean, 
you could be an individual and still not all the way know your purpose. But once you know what your purpose is, like, no one, like, once you know your purpose, like, what no matter what anyone else can say, it, it, it can't change. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going knock you off of what you're calling what you feel your calling is so it it really is like you really your individual self because like i know what my purpose is and i know what my individual calling is and therefore in a way i'm myself to the purest form i don't know but yeah i do feel if you know your purpose then at the same time you're 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 very confident in who you are and it's crazy because you it's niggas out here and this is this is this is the crazy part it's niggas out here who are millionaires but they don't know their purpose Mm, that's a fact it's people it's successful people out here like who have become successful who have you know what I'm saying? Like they have on surface what what you may see everything, but you know what I'm saying? They still are not aware of what their purpose is, and they still haven't found their individual self. That is so true. It is. It is. That is so true. And it's on the opposite end is people who have found all that and they broke. Mm. But them being broke doesn't it doesn't it doesn't affect them as much. It doesn't affect them. Because they already know their purpose and their confidence in it. Correct. So Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. When you put it like that, when you think about it, it's like, yo, it is some rich folks out here. They don't know. They don't know what they're doing. They just got they rich just off luck. They just making money. <laughs> Niggas just making money. That's wild. We just out here making money. That's wild. And sometimes that may even be your purpose. Maybe, yeah, maybe your purpose. Where, look, we just making money. Hey, look, if that's your purpose, hey. Then let it be. Then let it be. That's crazy. Yeah, man. That's crazy. So, so what else you got new with you, though? Uh, it man, for real, for real. Running, my plants and shit. Your plants flourishing. Yeah, they're flourishing. I had a pet bee for a little bit. A pet bee? Yeah, you ain't been on Instagram, so you ain't seen it. I post them all. I used to post them all the time. I could be able to like he'll he'll always be on my plant, and I could pet him. And he ain't sing you. Mm-mm, I'll show you video. How the hell you get a pet bee, Kip? The hell? I was one, I'm one with nature at this point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Goddamn. He a plant dad, y'all. Goddamn. I used to call him Beavis. Why'd you call him Beavis? Beavis. Oh, okay. I'm thinking like Beavis and Butthead type yeah, the beaver. But Beavis. Okay. But his name was Beavis. Beavis. But Beavis. Okay. Okay. Bee. I get it. But yeah, man. Goddamn. Hold on. Where's. <laughs> Shit was crazy for a little bit, bro. But this this me catching him sleeping one day. Like he was he was sleep under my my. Look at him. 
Oh, he was knocked out. Had to leave. Had to leave leave over his head like a blanket, like a fucking blanket, bro. Goddamn, that's the crazy. The niggas be doing some crazy shit. (laughs) Goddamn beavers, bro. Goddamn, here go, here go one. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow! Niggas was goddamn. That mug let you get that close to him multiple times. Could hold him in my hand. He would just sit there and put him back on the flower. Do you um, ever think that that might be like your grandfather or grandmother or somebody from? Do you ever believe in stuff like that? Never considered it, but um. I definitely know that that for some reason that particular bee was special mm-hmm. because whatever bee came on there after him, like that that nigga was not with that shit. Not with it at all. <laughs> that nigga was not with that shit. So whatever, it, like it was a real connection, and me, which is which is weird. I but, like to look up shit like this. So let yeah. me look up what that means. Like that nigga was there every day too. Every day it was three of them actually. But it was one that was particular that was real, real cool. All other three will let you touch them and shit. But nah, my nigga, right there for a good for a good probably month and a half at that. Oh, he came for a while. It was it was a it was a while. Yeah, man, bees. Never thought. So it's saying. Go another video. Bees are a symbol of wealth, good luck, and prosperity since ancient times. Um, it's said to be good luck for attracting wealth. Um, mm-hmm. the color of it, the color gold of the bee, is associated with wealth. And it says, if a bee lands on your hand, you are very, very lucky indeed. Okay, cute. It also stands for strength, industrialness, industrialness. I got to look that word up, industrialness, and Mm. wisdom. And it's all about positive and sweet metaphors. If you focus on the bee and how it works, you will find new meanings in life. I believe that. Um, And it also symbols activity, work, diligence, and in good order. Okay, cute. Yeah, Beavis was that shit was wild. It it got me really wanting to be to have like my own little bee farm. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to a um I'm gonna go to one. Like just to tour it. Mhm. And just see, you know what I'm saying? And see how I feel. But yeah, man, I was I was into bees for a good little time. That's Call me Candyman. I'm done with your ass. I was Candyman for a little bit. Yo, and KP went to go see that movie, y'all. But (laughs) when I asked him how it was, he he said one all that. I ain't say that. Yeah, I mean, he ain't say it was like what I'm really seeing. Nah, I ain't ain't gonna say it won't all that. I didn't think it was goddamn. Bees also stand for fertility, too. Oh, yeah, goddamn. These nuts is goddamn fertile, boy. And you might be having a little girl coming. Ready to goddamn. Nah, bro. I can't handle. I can't. I can't do it. Not quite yet. But at some point. But nah, man. Boop, 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 boop. 
Yeah, Beavis. Beavis was cool, bro. Me and Beavis used to goddamn kick it. I used to sit on there and read my book. He'd be sitting right there. She was cool for a little bit. That was an interesting time. Yeah, that was definitely someone visiting you. Yeah. And and Seen watching over you. Yeah. And it definitely stands for all that stuff that I, I, I look. So definitely research that. Because a lot of that stuff is probably like very dominant in your life right now. Yeah. Or could, could be some of your goals that you set for next year. Facts. It was a lot of things in there that I read about it. So you should definitely look it up and read on it. Mm-hmm. I did that when a dragonfly flew in my house and landed on my window. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I was so sick. And I was like, I'm not going to deal with this dragonfly. I'm about to kill it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's still up there, actually. <laughs> Don't judge the dra- me. The dragonfly? It's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's still up there. And so uh, when I got better, because it was the the day the dragonfly flew in my house and was just like all over the place was the day that I was going to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I finally got time to kind of like, you know, get some things in order and kind of feel a little better, I looked it up and it was saying that, which was weird because they said the dragonfly, especially finding your house means for new career interesting exactly and i got fired like you see what i'm saying i'm like i'm confused um so i'm assuming that's something um in the future yeah but um i mean this is a new career the dragonfly (laughs) flying in your home symbolizes change transformation adaptability and self-realization definitely going through all that i'm definitely going through all of that um, the change is often referred to as source in mental and emotional maturity. I definitely am going through that and understanding the deeper meaning of life. Mm-hmm. It also means elegance and grace. So I, I definitely, um, definitely experienced that. And it's, it's crazy how like that same day, my whole life changed that day. That was the same day the dragonfly flew in the house and I went to the emergency room. It was just, it was just a big change. So I definitely looked that up. When little stuff like that, like unusual stuff happens like that, I always look it up. Like um, I was on my mom's back deck and um, at, this is the prime time when I was really sick and she had to take care of me and I was at her house a lot. And sometimes just to even feel alive, I would have to go outside and just breathe like the air or like just have some sun hit me because you know, I just didn't feel like I was here and I needed to feel. And the most beautiful, and I mean beautiful, hummingbird came up and literally like was in my face to the point I, I almost freaked out and got scared, but I couldn't like just run. And it stayed there. And you know how they flap really fast to kind of stay up in the air. And it stayed there for like five minutes. And like I was staring at it and it was staring at me. I felt like I was like freaking dreaming. And it was so beautiful. Like, I mean, the colors on it, the things you would see on the cartoon. Remember the hummingbird that would <laughs> fuck with Pocahontas? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm like, damn, like this thing is really beautiful. And I had to look that up. And it stood for healing which was exactly what I wanted to hear because the first time I'm thinking like, am I ever going to get through this? You know, what does that mean? And, um, there, it, it was saying that it stood for healing and joy. And it was messages from spirits 
and other special qualities um, that surround you. Um, and just, you know, I read into that a little bit more uh, when it talks about happiness and, and um, just sparkle, things like that. But when unusual things like that happen, I always look it up because I always feel like it's a certain meaning to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's different. Like we ain't finna Google why a fly fly in our house. A fly always fly in our in the damn house because mm-hmm. looking for something to eat. Shit, ants and shit. Like ants that. and shit come in my your house. Flies, mine. But nigga. dragonflies and being able to pet bees and hummingbirds that stare at you. Like I literally seen this motherfucker eyes. I was like, yo, this is <laughs> what you crazy. doing, Woody? Goddamn, what you fucking doing? Out this bitch. What That's are crazy, you doing? Man. Like, it is not like you see hummingbirds every day all over yeah. that close. So I always look at look up shit like that. That's what's up. That's what's up. Sometimes you got to find your spirit animal. That's that's what's up. Do you feel like you know what your spirit spirit animal is? For sure. What is it? An elephant. elephant? I was going to say that too. It's definitely an elephant. An elephant. Um, I've always been able to feel like I connected with elephants since... I was dang on a little girl. Like when I would go to the zoo, mm-hmm. oh yeah, me and the elephant was one. And I've always said like if I got married and like say we had to go on our like what's it called honeymoon? Yeah, you that's what it's called. Elephant. Y'all do it like that, something like that. I would love to go to um, Thailand or um, mm-hmm. it's another place and ride the elephant or at least get in the water with the elephant. You yeah. know how some people have yeah. done that. You can do that I at, always um, want to do that. I heard you could do that at Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. Well, shit expensive. Look, I was it. trying to hint to my ex, like, if you ever want to propose, we need to go to Myrtle Beach, <laughs> and I'm going to need you to go ahead, drop a stack, and propose in front of an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, yeah, I do think um, my spirit animal is elegance. You know, a lot of times it stands for, like, good luck and just strength and loyalty mm-hmm. and wisdom intelligence things like that they have great memories like and i just kind of feel like when i walk in a room even though i could be like short and stocky and little i feel like my presence is so demanding and big mm-hmm. at times mm-hmm. that people be like okay there's an elephant in the room literally you know that saying like oh what's the elephant mm-hmm. in the room it's like yeah it's me it's literally me. Either I'm either going to be the person, like, we either going to go through some shit together that's going to be like, oh, she, I'm forever remember her because mm-hmm. of some shit we, you know, we did and how she made me feel, or mm-hmm. we got some shit going on and we got to address it type. It's it's like one or the other. Interesting. You know what you're I could definitely, no, I actually don't. I have no idea. That's crazy. I would think you would know. Nah, I don't. I you know I play with stuff. I used to think it was a turtle. It might still be a turtle. Now I went through the flamingo thing for a while. Now I'm yeah. starting to think it may be a bee. It may be a bee. Maybe a bee. I may be a bee. Maybe. So I don't know. When me and my father, um, when we had a good relationship when I was way younger, you know, we would have our little conversations, and he told me his spirit uh, animal was a rhino. Interesting. And that's what I was saying. Definitely interesting. Um and there's no uh there's no simulation for rhinos. <laughs> oh, they said it's a sign for leadership and power. Um he definitely is that now as far as leadership and power um for his company and past companies, but 
yeah, everybody should have a spirit animal. Sometimes it's, it's stuff like that that keeps you going, especially if you don't really know, like, you know, your purpose. You can kind of read what it symbolizes and be like, all right, well, right. I kind of know what I kind of need to go throughout the day, whether that's kindness or positivity or creating unity, something like that. Mm-hmm. So. That's what's up. One of our friends just said, send me that info for your therapist. Really? That's what's up. That is what's up. That is what's up. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always say that I don't know the shit. With a C. Bring it a little closer. Oh, I forgot your ass. He's blind, nigga. Damn. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. That is what's up. Anything else you want to talk about hams? No, not at the moment. Maybe when we done got we done got a good three hours? Yeah, we knocked it out. Yeah. Hey, we put two parts in this man. Look, this is right. a two part episode. This part two out here. Maybe next time we'll talk about I'll be on social media. I'll talk about some shit on there. Or squid hey, social games. media been crazy. I'm surprised you watched the whole shit. Except the very last episode. Oh really? That pulls everything together. I was trying to watch it. My dad on mama. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Let's get something to eat. Oh, she was watching it with you? No. Oh. She was just interrupting me. I'm like, girl. I watched the first episode. I didn't watch anything because the person I watched it with. You know, I, you know, you, sometimes when you watch something with certain people, you don't want to watch the rest by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel obligated. I feel obligated to watch it with them now. But Make sure y'all watch it. I didn't think it was going to be as good, but when I logged in Netflix, everybody, it kept coming up as number one trending, number one trending. And I'm like, okay, all right. Let me see what this is about since it's trending so number one right now. That shit was addicted, that first episode. And that shit had me hooked. Like, I'm surprised I even watched it by myself because stuff like that I usually have to watch with other people. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, like honestly, if I would have watched it way beforehand, that's probably where I would have been for Halloween. Is mm. one of the players because <laughs> they had see, the costumes. See. Yeah, they got the costume. I can see people. I can see because I'm, I'm going out. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to go out for Halloween. That's one thing I can't wait for. But I, I'm not doing that in Greensboro because I wonder if niggas gonna do like Halloween. Party. I haven't even seen nothing for like. I know you ain't been on social media, but I haven't even seen nothing for like for G-ho? costume parties, like Jiho costume parties and shit like that. I haven't seen anything. I haven't heard anything. Me neither. I haven't even seen a lot of like parties and stuff, to be honest. Besides, I honestly typical. feel like this Jiho is for the current students at ANC. I don't think it's for made for the alumni, alumni. right now. Yeah, it's gonna be I think alumni, alumni really ain't really fucking with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's some alumni. Like it's, it's it's some niggas I know that's like, nah, nigga, we getting drunk. I'm like, God yeah. Well, y'all do that, okay? Do that. Okay. KP gonna be got um somewhere Chilling. in Raleigh on my costume. Okay, chilling. So I definitely got my Pokemon, my Pokemon. <laughs> but costume. definitely, definitely watch Squid Games with uh, whoever you was watching it with, cause yeah, y'all just need to binge watch that. I was hooked. I was hooked. Like I, hooked I had too. to. I was trying to predict shit. I was just hooked, y'all. I might have to watch that without him. <laughs> I got a goddamn Netflix. <laughs> Yo. Look, you signed in that Netflix, goddamn. That shit ain't getting signed out. 
Unless say you that. forget, goddamn. Look. Say that. I'm Unless gonna be honest with out. you. I don't even know who signed into this Netflix, but I'm glad <laughs> they did. I'm using it, goddamn. Okay. Boy, look. God bless you, cause I can only lose using on that downstairs computer. It. <laughs> that downstairs goddamn TV, but shit. <laughs> Your girl couldn't afford it, but All nah. Right. Squid Games was really Squid Games. It is. The next time we are gonna talk about some Squid Games, some other shit that been going on in the internet. It's a whole lot of shit been going on. Internet. What's been going on? Um, I've been trying to keep my mental peace. That's why I ain't been on there yet. Yeah, nah, we ain't gonna talk about that. We are gonna keep your mental peace. What but is yo, it? Not, not nothing crazy. Not nothing crazy, crazy. Honestly, same old shit. I feel like everybody getting, you know, pregnant and stuff. Oh yeah, bro, we just hitting that pregnant age. Like, if you ain't got pregnant yet, you better get pregnant. Child. You look. You better get pregnant. You gonna get get pregnant. You gotta find a man first. You got to find a nigga. Look, I these guys, look. I'm starting to believe these girls don't even care. <laughs> About who they get pregnant by? Look, nope. Yeah. Why you think that? <laughs> Why you think that? I just Kip? feel that way. I just feel that way. I just feel like they just out here it. just rolling dice. Look, from some shit I've heard and seen. That's how that's how ready niggas is ready to just have some kids, bro. It, it's wild. Yeah, but you know that like that like the whole you know. I don't know if you feel like the. I don't have those kind of organs and hormones and stuff. What feeling the need to get pregnant? Yeah, but you know they say like like that's like your period is is your body telling you to get pregnant. <laughs> That, I, that's what I've heard. I don't know. Like, it's, you, like that's your body overlating and, you know what I'm saying, shit. producing eggs, right? I don't know shit. My shit been irregular forever, so but if I ever get pregnant, it's going to be a surprise to me and that nigga. All right, bye. bye. <laughs> All right, we out. We both going to be shocked. <laughs> Damn, girl, you pregnant. Shit, I don't know if the nigga got there. Shit, I ain't no shit. I thought I got that. I thought I had the flu. Want nobody trying to trap your ass, nigga? Shit, but goddamn, <laughs> the fuck you mean? Yeah, goddamn, boy. Don't I give a damn about trapping your ass, nigga? I ain't know. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna keep it? Yeah, nigga. Yeah, the- yeah, nigga. <laughs> I am damn thirty plus. Man, that's the first question, nigga. Go. You gonna keep it? Yup, nigga. Yup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am thirty plus. I am not in my twenties anymore. Right, we are then. not in Kansas anymore. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're gonna follow this yellow brick road. You can you can either be a father or a paycheck. You can choose. We out. We gon' take it to the right And show you things that you ain't never seen before, baby I know you care about the last brother But I'm the first, not the last brother
take it to the right And show you things that you've never seen before, baby I know you care about the last round But I'm the first, not the last round Girl, you speaking to me, girl, you living to me, you're a guy, girl. 